Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 107, and boy, do we have plenty and plenty to talk about this week in regards to all things Las Aguilas del America. We have uh, a bit of Lady Aguilas news, uh, and then, of course, we have all of the champions, uh, the CONCACAF Champions League uh, matches that happened in between uh, last week and then to, and for this week as well. We have Liga Mekis action, everything in regards to Las Aguilas del America. But before I go any further into today's podcast, as always, let me introduce... Tonight's co-host, none other than Mr. Christian Rosendo. Christian, how are we all the way from New York? I am doing good. Ivan, thank you for asking. How is, uh, how are you doing tonight? You know what? I'm doing fine. Um, I, I feel like I'm getting a little bit sick, but I really uh, I took some medicine, so I should be fine. You know, try to some NyQuil like last time? No, if I took NyQuil, that, I wouldn't have made it past <laughs> 20 minutes of this podcast. Let's just put it that way. Um, but uh, but yeah, good, good to be back on. Good to be Good to be back talking all things, as we mentioned, uh, in regards to America. And today, joining us for the very first time on the podcast, it is uh, none other than our good colleague and our good friend, uh, Mr. Miguel, or a.k.a. Miggy, as he, as he's known <laughs> all around Twitter. How are we doing, my friend? Doing good, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Very excited to be here. Now, for those of you guys who don't know, Miggy uh, is uh, kind of a little bit new to the Liga Mekis English community in regards to the coverage of things. But you've been part of kind of, uh, you know, this community for quite some time now. Uh, for those of you who don't know this, Miggy starts, uh, has just recently started covering Club America for uh, Viva Liga Mekis. So make sure you guys do go and follow his coverage. He had a wonderful piece uh, in regards to Jen Munoz not so long ago. So, uh, Miggy, yeah, excited to to have you on the podcast my friend thank you man thank you very excited to be here ready to talk some aguilas there we go no yeah definitely um and and the funny thing is is christian uh, as i think i mentioned to you before we started podcasting and miggy was someone we tried to get on the show since last year i think uh i think our yes. good uh friend cowboy dan reached out to you but uh, it just we couldn't accommodate for the time, but uh, good to have you back on finally. Unfortunately, no, no, uh, no, Cowboy Dan for this episode again. Uh, he's out with his hamstring issue, still recovering. So don't forget to use the hashtag Fuerza Cowboy Dan as we wish him the best and speedy recovery. Um, you know, to, unfortunately, Brian's not on today's podcast, so we can't really ask for an update in regards to the doctor department. But uh, good. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, out. He's out as well, but uh, he's enjoying a nice, lavish life over there in. Uh, in Mexico right now, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> keep it up, Brian. Uh, but, yeah, gentlemen, ready. We got plenty and plenty to talk about. Uh, we're going to start off things as we always do for this season, and that is Lady Aguilas. New Christian, do you want to break the news? How did our ladies do this past Monday against Toluca? Uh, unfortunately, America suffered a loss uh, home against Toluca. Um you know, it was uh, it was our first loss, our first loss of the season. Um, I don't think we should read too much into it. Although I will say that America did not look like you know like the America how um, that we know and love. Uh, they they lacked a little bit on the offensive side and just lacked, I guess, uh, communication and concentration throughout the whole match. Um, I think Luca did a very good job in exploiting that and um, off a corner kick and then uh, the deflection they they got they got their goal. So overall, it was a it was a good game for them. Uh, kind of a bad game from us but you know like i said i don't think this is something we should worry about um i think it's a little bump in the road but you know we should be back in form uh, next week yeah and i think this was actually 
if I'm not mistaken, the biggest surprise of the of the jornada. I mean, you're looking at this team sitting first in first place, hadn't lost in in, in quite some time, and they were looking really really good. Uh, and all of a sudden, here comes Toluca in uh, you know the away team gets kind of that scrappy goal, and then you know mm-hmm. get, gets themselves holds off to the lead, and the ladies were just unable to unable to produce a comeback. Like you said though, Christian, I don't think it's time to push the panic button. I don't think it's I don't think we have felt like this in quite some time when it comes to the ladies. Even this loss kind of gives you a sense of okay, you know, we're still on we're we're still on the right course in regards to all things, uh, in in regards to this season. Uh, right. You know, so like you said, I think we're fine. I think we're good. Uh, you know, it's a bit of a hiccup, but uh, I mean, you're still there fighting with uh, with the other two top teams, which is uh, Atlas and Tigres, and of course Monterrey. You know, right right beneath you as well. Correct. Yeah. Um. So I like I said, don't worry about it too much. Um. I just you know would like to see a little bit more you know I guess fluidity in their game against Tijuana next um next week. So um just look out for that, and you know I I'm sure that we'll get back on the right path soon. Definitely, Miggy. Yeah. You want to add felt... on to this lady? Sorry, I'm like completely. Cut yeah. Off. Um. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just felt like one of those games. You know, um, teams every now and then have those games where like it feels like nothing's going right, and then. The opposition just finds a scrappy goal, like you said, and then it's it just gets hard to open them up. But I think we'll bounce back. I think we'll we go to Tijuana. We play Tijuana away, I believe. I yeah, think correct. We'll yeah, so hopefully we can get the result over there and just keep keep try to get, regain the momentum. Yeah, no, most definitely. Um, quickly, that Tijuana game is not going to be so easy. Uh, one because you're the away team. Two, it's quite the travel from Mexico City all the way to TJ. And yeah. uh, three, it's turf. Uh, something these ladies probably yeah. are not too accustomed with. Although um, I will say it also has a very interesting, uh, interesting matchup as well because we have uh, a former America players going up against us in the Tijuana side as well. So it should be interesting. It should be a fun one, and um, that one should hopefully uh, be broadcasted um, in on YouTube which is where you guys can find most of these ladies' games. Uh, That's true, yes. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're looking forward to what the ladies are able uh, are capable of doing. But, you know, let's let's put it into perspective. You know, you have a very tough game away from home at, uh, at Cholos, and then you have to come and receive Tigres the following week. So that's not going to be any easier either. So I think these two games are very crucial and, and, and very important for the ladies. And like you said, Christian, I think they need to go out and play the game that they know how to and just completely forget what happened against the Luca. Correct. I agree. Alrighty. Well, um, gentlemen, if there's nothing else to add on in regards to these ladies, um, pretty much, uh, I think we said what we had to be said. Uh, you know, the ladies continue to do their part during the season. They still sit very comfortably in third third place, although it is starting to get a little bit tight at the top. So it should be interesting. And that's why we said points are crucial at this stage of the season. Uh, but yeah, the ladies will continue uh, their action next week on Monday uh, on March 2nd over in Tijuana. Hopefully they can walk away with all three points. All right. Well, uh, with that said, let's move over into our next segment. And uh, I guess it's what everyone's going to be talking about for this next couple of days. And it's uh, America going up against Comunicaciones in the CONCA Champions. Gentlemen, we saw a match that was, um, I guess we could say, tainted by everything that was surrounding the officiating. Whether whether there were supposed to be red cards, whether there were supposed to be more yellow cards, should 
this tournament have VAR, all this kind of speculation, all this talk in regards <laughs> to this because of the game that happened away at Guatemala. America ended up drawing one to one against Comunicaciones and now have to host them tomorrow at the Estadio Azteca. Now, a lot of people are saying that America is still heavy favorites and should walk away with this game easily, but I think this Comunicaciones side has shown and proved to us that they're not to be taken lightly. Anyone want to go in and kind of chip into that? Um, yeah, I mean, um, I had a lot of people ask me before the game, like, what I thought about it. And I told, like, what, doing my research for, for my preview, I, I, I watched some film on them, and they were, they were good. That's what I told people. Like, they're not going to be pushovers. Like, we're going we're gonna to struggle a little bit. And then the refereeing kind of just made it even harder for us. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think... Um, it was a rough match, rough match to watch, especially with with all the circumstances that I, I'm, I was telling y'all about. But um, we'll see. You know, I like the new lineup. I like the lineup that we're sending for the next match, and I feel like we were lacking a little bit on on the creative side. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I completely agree. Completely agree. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Do you want to call me? Christian, <laughs> Christian you're, that's right. my script. You're <laughs> reading off my script. You're you're the one oh, that goes oh, next. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, on the left. Oh, I'm the one on the yes, left. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, no, gotcha. go ahead, right. Christian. Go ahead. Okay, well, yeah, uh, I agree with Miggy. Uh, we did like uh, creativity, and I think that has to do uh, with just the scrappiness of, of communications, you know, and I guess that just played to their advantage. They... Uh, I, I don't know because I I don't really watch them, but maybe that's something that you know, that's how they usually play. Uh, maybe that's how their league is, you know, based around them and just scrappiness and stuff like that. So you know, with that included, and then us being away, um, and with every, all the factors included, you know, it did make it hard for America to kind of you know get anything going throughout the whole match, and and it seemed like we couldn't. Uh, and you know, I think that's something that has to change for tomorrow. And of course, everything comes back into our favor. You know, we're we're at home in front of our fans. You know, now they're the ones that have to get adjusted to us now. Um, so I think tomorrow should be a little bit more of a smoother showing. And like everyone agrees, I do think we should be able to take this one. Okay, now let's let's talk a little bit about this first game because I think we all came into not just us, I think as Americanistas, but I think everyone really came into this one saying that America should be walking away with a, a comfortable lead. In Guatemala, and I think I think maybe this team as well expected America to come out and showcase. So they said, "What is the best way to disrupt their style of play?" And I think we saw that it was simple. And Brian talked about this last week. They're gonna come out and they're gonna follow you. And I think that's exactly the game plan that they had, which is a bit crazy because sometimes you think you're going into a football match and you think, "Okay, tactically speaking, maybe we're gonna make some deep runs. Maybe we're gonna soak up some some of the pressure. We're gonna release on the counter." You know. Simple tactics like that, but it, it seemed to me that it was, okay, let's launch the ball forward, and whenever they have the ball, let's go at them, let's kick them as hard as we can, and we'll take whatever consequences follow from that. And, and, yeah, and, it was crazy. No, it, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, it was like, um, I think it was like within the first like five, ten minutes, like Suarez had already been fouled twice, and I was like, okay, yeah. This is what kind of match it's going. It's going to be like it just. It was rough. It was. It was hard. Yeah, and I mean, not so necessarily. I. I don't think their intention was to come in, and hurt the players. Yeah. I think their intentions was definitely let's make it. Let's make this as as choppy of a game as possible. Let's not let them get into the mm-hmm. rhythm. Let's get them. Let's foul them. Let's get under their skin a little bit. And and I think it worked for the most part. I don't think we saw an America play 
how they should have played with the players they had on the pitch. And Christian, if if you have the lineup at hand, I would love to hear it because I think uh, you were almost spot on with the with the formation. Yeah. Um. So I'll read the lineup. Uh. We have Oscar Jimenez in net. Uh. The back four was Fuentes, Valdez, um. Aguilera and Jorge Sanchez. Uh. In the midfield, you had Richard Sanchez and Santiago Cáceres. Uh, on one wing, you had Ibargo, on the other wing, you had Leo Suarez. A um, little bit more in front, you had Cordova, and up top, we had Viñas. Which was a very, very strong lineup, right? In my opinion, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this team barely managed to scry, uh, to get a goal in almost the 90th minute of play. Um, I, I mean, I guess if you take that out of context and, and you don't really see this game and you don't really look too much into the stats, then you think... America struggled, but it it was that wasn't really the case. If you look at the momentum board, it's it's mostly all America. Uh, it's it's just you know they get their scrappy goal, you know they 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 get they, they get exactly what they were looking for. They disrupted the play and they got exactly what they were hoping for. I think I think this is a bigger letdown for Comunicaciones than it is for America. This one one draw because I think Comunicaciones thinks they win this game and they go into the stick and they can right. park the bus and they can find a way through to the next round. But I think that America is able yeah. to get that last minute when uh, goal that puts them level. I think Comunicaciones feels a little bit let down by themselves. So, I mean, overall, it wasn't a pretty game to watch. I think, Christian, you mentioned it yourself. It was kind of boring at times. Only because you couldn't really <laughs> this you couldn't put your your game plan to yeah there were there, yeah there was no fluid to the game and then it kind of just made it seem I guess boring but I, I think you make a great point you know they they went out there with the game plan and you know they had it for eighty nine minutes and then that ninetieth minute goal by Cordova just kind of disrupted everything kind of like a stab in the heart if you will and um you know that away goal is crucial for us and you know it just makes it everything a little bit less you know harder. Over tomorrow's match, definitely. Miggy, would you agree that uh, uh, that America's goal was very pro club esque? It's like ninetieth minute cheese. Oh yeah, that get yeah, off the yeah. rebound. And <laughs> getting close to winning the title, and you needed the win. Yeah. All of a sudden, just CPU just leaves it there, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh But no, I I mean it it wasn't a good game, but ultimately, did you? Did did you walk away from that match feeling disappointed by the team, Miggy? Um, a little bit disappointed, yeah. But I think um, with everything that went down in the match, I think we needed that away goal. We really needed it. Even when we were level zero zero, I thought like we can't just go out and be like with this result because then any any tie at, at home, you know, if if worst case scenario happens. Um, would be tragic, but we needed that away goal. So I, I mean, I'm I'm not happy with it, but I'm not really fully disappointed. I think it was it, for our for the players. It was good that we were able to get that away goal. We're it's gonna it's as for for as far as for like to be motivated and everything for the second leg. Yeah, no, I I think I, I think all the fouls ended up getting inside some of the players' heads. I mean, Ibargüen wasn't the same yeah. after that crunch tackle. Right that yeah he was yeah, he was yeah. not the same really leo was completely taken out of the game because of the fouls as well um yeah he was just getting frustrated literally in the first yeah. half he got fouled like five times saying to the ref how many more one two three yeah. four yeah, they were, you know they it, were in his head it yeah, definitely definitely got to the players. So, you know, also, I think I just want to point out that I'm happy that there was no injuries, I guess, in this game. Miraculously, because, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, miraculously, right? So, I think that's a huge plus for us uh, heading into this next match. Um, and, of course, future future league matches. So, I guess that's 
that's one plus we, we can look at. Yeah, no, and, and I mean, it, it was just a it was a game to scratch your head about, really, from America's perspective. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, rightly so. Piojo comes out, and the first thing he does is talk about the referee, right? And I mean, that's very Piojo. But Piojo yeah, very but I think that was the overall <laughs> talk of the whole match. It was this referee because let's face it. I, I look, we're not we're not a we're not ones to talk about the referee here. But I, when it's so blatantly obvious that you you know you should be officiating a little bit better, <laughs> it, it 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 does feel kind of like you're in at a disadvantage, you know. Um, but Piojo's, I think Piojo understands this, and I think the players understand this as well. It's, it's, you're in America. You don't have the luxury to point the, the fingers at the referee and say, well, it's because of them that we didn't win, right? I think they still kind of take it to the chin and say, okay, we'll, we'll take care of things at home. And now the question is, will they take care of things at home? Uh, like, Miggy, you said it, it. It looks like a very interesting lineup coming into this game on Wednesday. Christian, do you have that lineup for us? I do. Can you read it off? Sure. So America will go tomorrow, as Biojo said, with uh, Jimenez and Net, uh, Paula Aguilar, Bruno Valdez, Emma Aguilera, and Jorge Sanchez. Uh, we will have Santi Cáceres and uh, Richard Sanchez in that midfield, Cordova and Leo Suarez, uh, Gio Dos Santos, and Federico Viñas. Very, very, very interesting starting eleven. Maggie, what is your what is your takeaway from this starting eleven? Um, I like it. I like it. Um, I um, in my game preview for last week's game, I had Gio as my player to watch um, because I just felt like that's what we needed. Um, I'm not really a big fan of his, but I do think that he he's able to do that, um, take on players, you know, create a space really fast. And I think we saw Richard Sanchez did it for a little bit when he would get the ball, he would just cut in and out, and he was taking on their players like nothing for a couple of plays. And I feel like that's what we need. We need somebody who can in a small amount of space, create something. And I think Gio is the one because Iwatawen is very frustrating to watch. Yeah. And um, I think he he doesn't take advantage of the space the way Gio can. And I think that can end up being crucial for us tomorrow. So uh, overall, yeah, I'm very happy. Very strong midfield, very strong defense as well. So we should be okay. I think we'll, we will be fine. I really like the lineup. Now, I, I, I want to ask you this much, Christian. The inclusion of Paul Aguilar, what does that kind of give? Kind of what? What is? What does that say to you that Piojo saying, "Okay, Paul has Paul is playing this game." Well, I just feel like Piojo just kind of needs, you know, to have that leader, I guess, on the pitch. You know that he is our captain for a reason, and I guess that just installs uh, just this sort of mentality that you know he's gonna get, you know, the guys uh, you know, all rallied up. Whenever you know the you know the the match is getting a little bit complicated, you know, trying to keep the the cool head and you know just keep things moving. Um, I think that was a very good choice by Biojo to to put in Paula Aguilar for this match. I think that's uh, you know a leader type that we do need on the pitch for tomorrow, especially in a game where you know you could potentially get eliminated. Now the reason why I asked this question is because Miggy, I, uh, last week Bruno Valdez had the captain armband, and I said how are we, how are we feeling about this, right? And you said that. Yes, he's one of the players that most likely would deserve it because of the time that he spent and f- for what he's shown on the pitch. But I didn't really yeah. feel that Bruno had that captain mentality in this match. And I think that maybe kind of 
played on some of his teammates that when in these moments, in these games, and where you're getting hit, the ref's against you, and everything's kind of looking sideways, that you kind of need someone to be kind of the referente in on the pitch and say, okay, I got to look towards you, and, and I got to feel somewhat of a backing. And I don't think Bruno was really kind of giving that off because Bruno himself was getting fouled like crazy, and I think that was getting in his head too, like, you know. So I think having Paolo Aguilar back in the starting eleven is crucial and very detrimental for America in this match against Comunicaciones at home. Um, we have an, uh, a comment in in, uh, in the live chat saying, uh, who gets a red card first, George Sanchez or the Comunicaciones players? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the Comunicaciones players. Hopefully. And let's talk a little bit because I think George has a very, very tough match ahead of him uh, because – I don't necessarily think he's going to have a lot of responsibility in the defense. It's how much can he support in the attack is what uh, I think a lot of us are going to be looking at George to do. Um, we've seen that he has the ability to take on one or two players at times, can get down the yeah. byline, can get a, some pretty right. good decent crosses in. Can he take advantage of this and cement himself? Because, hey, Luis Fuentes, the guy you just lost your starting 11th spot to, had just scored a goal last week. So yeah, you right. need to you mm -hmm. need to do something similar and and kind of just ball out to say hey I'm still kind of present. Yeah, he has to, you know. But it's good. It could be good for him. The competition could be good for him. We maybe we will see him take a, a step into the next level uh, with some competition now. Yeah. No. He needs to. He definitely needs to channel his inner Roberto Carlos and uh, find right. find a way to to break back into the starting eleven. But um, no, yeah, I, I think you mentioned it right, Miggy. Gio is definitely a player to watch. Uh, like we just talked about right now, Paolo Aguilar is definitely a player to keep an eye on in regards to this game. Um, and another one I think uh, is definitely going to be Cordoba, right? It's it's yeah, This course. kid's continuing to do things very well. I mean, he gets that late late winner goal. You know, he I don't think he did things bad in, against Monterrey. Um, you know, he's another player that hopefully can continue to, you know, spark some life into this team. And I think a lot of responsibility going forward will fall on his shoulders. Yeah. So, will be interesting to see. Will definitely be interesting to see. Now, of course, Christian, you mentioned it. We're at home. That kind of is a big plus. Not just because your home field advantage, but because you're at the Azteca. And let's face it, the Azteca comes with its own perks and benefits, right? The altitude, the small, everything that kind of plays in an effect against other teams that aren't used to the environment, right? Exactly. Comunicaciones did get mm -hmm. to Mexico City on Monday. I think that they uh, they they got to see the pitch. They they got to you know play. They they got to get a feel of it. But let's face it, from Monday to Wednesday. You're only looking at about what seventy-two hours. That's not enough time to adapt and to get yourself ready. Yeah. So, America has to come out and really take the game to them, right, Christian? Yeah, no. From minute one, two, I think this is something we kind of said over and over again last season. How America, you know, just took a while, you know, to to get in their game plan, you know, to start really feeling uh, feeling themselves. And I think from minute one. And onward, we just have to go and apply consistent pressure because that's going to disrupt them. It's going to get them all confused. You know, you factor in everything else that's in our favor, and it's it's going to hurt them. And I think we can get off, uh, jump off to an early lead um, if we do play this game correct. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Miggy, uh, you know the starting 11, what it's looking like. You know how, how Piojo likes to play at home. And, and you know that, you know, there's a certain responsibility over him 
that he needs to win this game. How do you feel that he comes and approaches this game tactically? Um, I think, like Christian said, I think we're, we have to go out from the first minute and just try to get the goal. And I think we're going to try and find an early goal um, because then uh, that forces them to have to score two and we'll be able to open them up. I think getting the first goal is going to be the hardest one, but it's also going to be the most crucial one. So I think from the first minute, uh, we're going to go out and we're going to attack. We're going to try to attack, and I think that's what Arreda's going to do. Man, I, I, I completely agree. I completely, completely agree. Um, you know, all all signs point to a very aggressive start. You see, We've seen the start in 11, and I think... Um, like Mickey said, you know, if we can go out and get that early goal, then it opens the floodgates because I don't see Comunicaciones yeah. finding a way back if America scores within the first 15 minutes of the game. Yeah, same here. Right? So, um, it's crazy because I don't think last week me or you, Christian, were even contemplating of even having a discussion like this where we thought, okay, America needs to come out and really take the game to. I mean, we, last week we were even thinking, no, no, one exactly. Was. Last no week one we was. were thinking like, hey, you know, this could be a perfect game where we can use some of the youngsters, you know, kind of, you know, right. get them in to the first eleven and this and that. And now it's like the game's completely thrown, uh, thrown on its head because of what happened against uh, in, in Guatemala against Comunicaciones. So, uh, yeah. We're, we're, we're in this situation, but, uh, you know, you are America and you need to secure your pass into the next round. So, of course, you have to play your best players, even against a side like Comunicaciones. Yes, sir. All righty. Well, gentlemen, Correct. give me your prediction for tomorrow's match. Christian, I'm going to throw it to you first. Four nothing. Four nothing. Very adventurous, aren't we? All right, let's go. All right, Miggy, what is your prediction? I'm going to say we win uh, 3 nothing. 3, three nothing. Yeah. All righty then. Well, you know what? I'm going to go just as adventurous as all of you guys here, and I'm going to go with a 4 nil victory just like Christian. Okay. There yeah. we go. There we go. The 4 nil is back. Um, watch America win 1-0. <laughs> but, hey, a win is a win. And uh, like I think Miguel Herrera said today in his press conference, we may not be playing our best football, but we're getting results. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. And hopefully that is, uh, you know, that is the case for America is that they get the result. And hopefully the result is somewhere between three to four goals. Yeah. Um, sure. Anything else to add on in regards to the CONCACAF Champions League? Um, considering we do pass tomorrow, we do have an opponent waiting for us already. And it's ah, an old yes, friend of ours. I see it in the chat. Our good friend, Mr. Chicken Little has mentioned that Atlanta versus America question mark. Well, it does pose a question, question and I think America is itching to get revenge on, uh, Atlanta United. And as we mentioned, uh, in last week's episode with Brian, he's definitely looking forward to hopefully going up against Atlanta United himself. So, uh, should be a fun one. Miggy, uh, I think this is the team you maybe wanted to face as well. No. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, hopefully we get them and I think that what they tied, right? Their the last game as well. Or did they yeah, win? they no. Yeah, when they went to um, is it is I forgot their their country. I'm so sorry, but they did tie in their in their visit, uh, and then they just won. Now I think three three nil in okay. at home. So um, okay, yeah, so definitely yeah, so then, a team. Yeah. To, but Christian, to look out for. don't uh, please correct me if I'm wrong. But they weren't playing at the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Well, yes, they were not playing at Mercedes Benz. It's something with. 
It's because this happened last time they were they were in the Champions League as well. Their first match wasn't played in Mercedes Benz as well, and then as the later matches gone uh, went on, then the, uh, now that's the only when they reason I play there, the only reason I bring this awkward. up is because um, one, they play on turf, so that's kind of a big deal that they were playing in this game on grass. So I was like, hmm, if right. Mika does end up facing them, and it's not at the Mercedes Benz. Then if it is going to be at grass, I think it's an even more fair competition. And I think we can see in America completely yeah. right before that, if that's the case. But yeah. if we're talking turf, that's a whole different story. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. And right. and fingers crossed that if we do end up crossing paths with Atlanta United again, maybe we can go visit our good friends over from uh, uh, Home Before Dark podcast and uh, see what they have to say in regards to all things Atlanta United, right. as we did last, last season. Uh, yeah. But, Mickey... Question, if America does face Atlanta United, who do you start in goal? Uh, Ochoa, you have to. You, I feel like you have to. Even though, I mean, Jimenez might be um, the, the cup goalie, I guess, but once you play a team like Atlanta United, then it gets serious and you have to go back to your... To you, to the guy. That, I mean, if I were if I were Herrera, I would have played Ochoa tomorrow, to be honest. you got to write the hot hand. He's in a very good moment right now but Jimenez is good but no I would definitely play Ochoa against them I did pose this question last week as well because I thought well because we knew that Jimenez was going to get the starting spot in CONCACAF Champions League as as I think we all assumed as you know as long as the opponents uh, you know merited that start but uh, it should be interesting we'll see we'll keep you guys updated make sure you guys don't miss tomorrow's game it will be an interesting one because if we do, then I think uh, America is definitely looking forward to a, a, a flight back to Atlanta and then uh, hosting them as well. should be fun as well. It's very, very interesting stuff. So CCL fever definitely starting to rise and catch on fire. Let's, uh, oh, let's yeah. America continue that good run of form. But uh, we'll have you guys update, updated with all things in regards to that game tomorrow over on Twitter at America US and over on Instagram at America underscore US. Uh, Miggy, where can they find you on Twitter so they can keep up to date with all of your analysis on tomorrow's match? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Miggy Stardust. I uh, just replaced the first S with a number five. I don't know if that's uh, too complicated. Don't worry, though. Don't <laughs> but, worry, we um, got just, you covered here. Yeah, yeah, hopefully y'all can find me. Just follow me. Um, I'll share my content there for uh, Viva Liga MX. And uh, as well as I'll tweet throughout the match. Sometimes I'll be pissed. <laughs> so uh, don't get offended by some of my tweets. <laughs> no, yeah, you guys can find him, like he said, uh, at Miggy Stardust. Just replace that uh, first S with a five. You guys can see it on your screens right now. It's, uh, it's, it's over there. So you guys can go follow him on Twitter. Uh, great guy. Always has good content. So make sure you guys go follow that and keep up to date. Uh, cause, uh, if Mickey is mad, you, I promise you, you're going to get a laugh out of it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's CONCACAF Champions League. Hopefully we will walking into the Mercedes Benz stadium next week and we can have another better fun discussion in regards to that. But, uh, now let's shift and focus attention on the other side of things, which is Liga Mekis. America has just walked away with a one nil victory, which of course I predicted, uh, that they would against Monterrey. Oh, wow. Hey, I'm just saying, I'm on a roll here. I'm just saying, I have a hot (laughs) hand. I should be in Vegas right now, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, But, uh, no, yeah, uh, America continues their good run of form in league. Uh, What, uh, I'm looking at the stats right now, and that is one, two, three, four consecutive games in league where you've walked away with three points, right? So, that's 
that's yes, immense. That's huge. That's something that we haven't had for this past year. And I think it's definitely detrimental to America's season that they continue to have that good run of form. Now, we knew that Monterrey was not going to be an easy team. Even though they were, and they still are, last place in the league, they still have that squad and they still have Monterrey. Uh, you know, they're still the team that, you know, carries the the weight of the expectation that 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 is you know the most expensive north american all-star team um but i mean i don't think we were expecting to see the game we saw on saturday am i correct yeah i wasn't expecting it um definitely uh i was expecting a strong monterey side obviously as many you know realistic fans would no matter what place monterey is in or what kind of run of form they are in they are still monterey and they still have a star studded squad so you know monterey's performance doesn't really surprise me what surprised me was more america's performance and how they kind of just kind of changed what they had been doing and kind of just sat back throughout most of the match and you know, played to Monterey's mistakes in which, you know, many fans did not agree with. Um, but I'm actually going to pose the, the, the throwback right now. Ivan, a couple of seasons ago, you you posed this question as well when America was kind of going into this transitional phase of acquiring new players and them getting adjusted. Uh, you said that, would, you know, would you rather have an America that has, a you know, a set play style and, you know, gets a loss or draw, you know, here and there? Or would you rather have an America that's, you know, plays a little bit more scrappy, but, you know, still gets the results and always will get the result. Um, and I think most of us kind of pose for the for the, um, for the for the team that, you know, plays a little bit more scrappy, a little bit laid back, that's fine, but they still get a result. And I think that's what we saw um, on Saturday. And I think that's another great uh, attribute to add to this team that, you know, we can switch off of these um, kind of kind of game schemes and game plans, and it works to our favor whenever no, we yeah, need definitely, to. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's a great callback. It's a great throwback, too. I remember talking about that transitional phase and here we are again talking about it two years two years into the future right um but uh no i i think christian poses, poses the analysis very well miggy but what what is your take on on this game because it wasn't pretty at all yeah no it was um for a moment there it just looked like the Monterreco was gonna come any minute honestly um and yeah, it was hard to watch, but um, I, I honestly, I'll take the scrappy results. I feel like um, Miguel Herrera kind of learned a little bit after last year's Liguilla, and we kind of not—it's not that we tighten it up at the back, but it's just that we're not really making those silly mistakes that we were making last season. So um, yeah, I mean, I'll take the scrappy results, and like Miguel Herrera said, we might not be playing our best right now, and we're still getting the results. We're in first place in the table, so. Imagine what the squad can do when we do start playing a little bit yeah, better. Yeah, and everyone grows into their position. I mean, ex- exactly. I, I I think this is definitely one of those games where you look back at the America season and say, okay, this was very important. This was a very good result. And this exactly. is what carried the mm-hmm. team forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, like you said, it, 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 that goal looked like it was coming any second. But welcome to the Ochoa show, right? Yeah. Um, Oh, dude, this was probably the performance of the season by any goal goaltender, yeah. in my opinion. Ochoa was literally on 2014, like, level, yeah. World Cup level. Like, he was, uh, like, you were not getting a goal past this guy, it seemed like, for, for a few. And I think this makes Ivan very happy. This makes Ivan very happy. You know, Ochoa's <laughs> finally, it, 
Ochoa's fine. I think we can all say Ochoa's finally back to that form that we need him to be. And we called it, though. When last season everyone was panicking about all the goals he was conceding, we said, listen, it's the same exact story with Marchesin, and it's uh, it's happening once again. And I think people are finally looking at that and saying, yeah, we were wrong, and Ivan and Christian were right. So, ha. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because um, my roommate, he's a Monterrey fan. So before the game, like we were talking about it, and he was like, no, like, you guys messed up in signing Ochoa as the Marchesin replacement. Like, he's Marchesin was way better, and I don't know what. So we had that conversation like on Friday, I think, and then Saturday, just Ochoa just goes <laughs> out, and he, he was all there. He was really mad, but he just <laughs> like he heard him, man. No, yeah, it, obviously it makes it, it's it's it, it puts a big smile on my face. Obviously, um, you know, I, unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch it live. I did catch uh, obviously the game afterwards, and. Uh, obviously, you don't get that same sensation because you already know what what the result was and everything. But still, um, it, it it brought a big smile to my face because, of course, anyone who follows me knows kind of the uh, the the backstory between me and Ochoa and him growing up and me growing up and him kind of you know being my childhood idol and everything. But it, it was it was nice to finally see him shut people's mouths because just two weeks ago, people were ready to put him on the bench over over a mistake, right? Uh, and it's just like. You know, it's, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it, it, it's preposterous to think that, you know, Ochoa wasn't the right, right replacement and, you know, things, people start thinking otherwise of him and he's finally showcasing. I mean, there's a reason why he is the best goalkeeper in Mexico. And I'm not just talking about the national team. I'm just talking about the country in general, because right now he holds that he has the most clean sheets. He has the most saves. He has the best percentage, you know, uh, you know, shot to goal ratio. It's just the numbers speak for themselves and Ochoa is making sure that that speaks highly of him. Um, and I, I know there's some people out there that maybe criticize that America is having this many shots and this and that, but all I have to say to that is that means just your goalkeeper's doing what he's supposed to be doing. So, right. Yeah. Part of the team and sometimes too. He, the goalkeeper needs to bail you out and that's what he gets paid for. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how it is. Yeah. And, um, and it's a good stat right here that, uh, our, our good friend chicken little is putting out is, uh, we finally won in that stadium after five years. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah first time winning yeah, i yeah. mean that's, that's, a, that's huge. a very good point and actually five years wow that's a long time <laughs> really it's been five yeah. years since that stadium's opened up it seems like it was just opened like yesterday yeah but either Honestly. way we weren't winning so nice to nice to finally that is true result. we weren't winning um but uh no yeah good to see that ochoa balled out good to see that the team was able to walk away with uh with a scrap result but still at the end of the day three very important points away from home um there is one thing though I do want to highlight is you know how subpar America was in this game because I mean, you look at the total shots Monterrey had twenty Monterrey had twenty shots in comparison to six that America had you know it's it's it wasn't looking good for the majority of this game and I'm you know if I'm looking just in regards to the momentum bar my goodness was it all Monterrey for the most part mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but. It's just, I don't know, it's just one of those games you just kind of pull out a result and, you know, America was able to do it. Uh, like like you said, Ivan, I think you made a very excellent point. These are the games that you look back and you say, wow, we got dominated, but we still won. And, you know, that's those are just things that, you know, push you ahead and push you forward at saying, you know what, we, we can do it. We, even though, you know, we're not playing our best, 
there's still opportunities in the match where we can capitalize and get the result. And that's what that's what they did. A beautiful play by Cordova, who kind of shoots in. Fuentes is there, uh, following it up and uh, and netting it in. So, you know, I think I think it was overall a, a great a great play in that moment and that's all they needed i guess no, to yeah, get the result definitely anyone anyone in this america side besides ochoa that really stood out um i mean you kind of had you know uh, yeah i mean fuentes had uh, had a solid game again i think richard had a solid game once once again um geo geo did actually didn't look that bad and i criticize you all the time and i i, I think he, he he did a he did a decent job um once again i think ibarguin was a little bit um was a bit sh- uh you know shut out um we we didn't need a little bit more from him um and i think we also have to point out the 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 debut of, of sebastian caceres who came in at the around the 50 minute mark if i'm not mistaken um i think he looks solid and uh, i think you know when once johnson came on i think caceres did a very good job in kind of containing him and you know limiting his opportunity so I, that's always a, a good sign definitely miggy anyone yeah i agree i think Caceres, uh, he looked very good he looked really good i really liked um what i saw and i've been very impressed with richard lately not just here on the monterrey game but overall um i think he's kind of stepping up a lot into that um guido rodriguez role a little bit but it, he kind of reminds me of Mateus yeah. maybe a little bit too. So he's like kind of kind of like a blend of both of them. So like it, it's good to have him and and yeah, I think this this season he's gonna really consolidate himself uh, as one of the best midfielders in in the league. I think he, he has a lot of great he does. qualities. He does, and uh, the more time he's with America, the better he is to shine. I I think so. So uh, yeah, kudos to to those to those players that we mentioned. But um, you know. It, uh, it looks well so far for America now. They sit nicely and comfortable in first place after that win. Uh, of course, Pumas, you know, failed to, you know, win their game. So because of that, America sits on top. But, you know, ultimately, it just shows that, you know, after that shocking loss that was the Juarez game, they really turned it around, right? They, I, I think they looked at it and said, okay, we got to get our act together. Yes, it one game probably a fluke but now we need to go out there and continue to perform and i think they have so you know not to the to the to the liking that we or the standards that we expect them to be at but you know a win is a win and i think that 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 the team's taking that approach in that aspect and maybe this is kind of a really good thing as well because you know the team is getting the results but they're they're not playing their best football but once what happens once we start getting to the jornada 13 14 and you know so on and so forth and you get closer to that liguilla time right and the team finally starts shelling finally starts producing then that momentum and and that good style of play can carry you forward into what potentially could be a championship right yeah no 100 right of course definitely okay well uh if there's anything else to add on to this monterrey game let's move on and let's talk the next game, America hosts Necaxa on Saturday. Another one of these early-ish games, Christian. It's 5 p.m. Pacific time, uh, 8 Eastern time, and 7 Central over at the Estadio Azteca. America hosting, uh, what is it, 11th place Necaxa right now. A team that was not doing so bad last season, now looking to be struggling a little bit, but 
still a team I don't think America yes. should be taking lightly at all, especially after what happened against Juarez. Yeah, no. Um, I guess just avoid the early red, red card. I guess is the the best advice I, I can give you for to start of this match. Um, but no, like you said, um, a team who you know was doing things right last season, struggling right now, but that still doesn't diminish what they can bring to the table. Um, I would like to point out though, right now they are in, in a in, in a tough in a tough uh, tough road. You know, three losses out of their last four. Um, the most recent one coming to Leon. Um, and in that match, I don't I don't think they played Leon that that bad either so um definitely a, a, a side that's very talented especially with their striker in Quirogas who can always you know show up at any moment so I think America still needs to be on their toes uh and not take this game lightly and be concentrated from minute definitely, one definitely definitely Miggy how do you think America approaches this game on Saturday um I think it all depends on the result tomorrow I think um We'll see, probably, again, go back to our starting lineup with Ochoa. Probably, um, Luis Fuentes gets back in there in the squad. But, um, like you said, Nakaxa hasn't won three. I think he has three. The last three games, they haven't won. So, yes. they're playing America, which means they're going to turn into prime Real Madrid yeah. on Saturday. Right? <laughs> As always. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> No, but yeah, no. I think um, it'll be a good game. Uh, hopefully, our players won't we won't they won't feel um, tired. Good thing we don't have to travel or anything. We we get to stay at home. So um, I think we we'll go out there and we'll take care of business again. Hopefully, keep the clean sheet streak going. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely gonna be important, and uh, hopefully that uh, that. Uh, you know, that clean sheet streak keeps going and everything around the team kind of gels even better and we see a much better performance because I think at the end of the day, we want to see an America side that can compete to the level that we want them. And against an Anacaxa side, hopefully they can do it. You know? Um, but Christian, Mickey spoke about it a little bit. Yes. In regards to what potentially we could mm -hmm. see, what is your starting eleven for Saturday's game? Sure, um, I have Ochoa in net, uh, Paola Aguilar, Bruno Valdez, Emma Aguilera, Luis Fuentes. I have Richard Sanchez and Santiago Cáceres in the midfield. Um, on one side, I'll have um, Leo Suarez. On the other side, Sebastián Córdoba. And up top, I'll have Viñas and Giovanni Los Santos. Interesting lineup. Mm -hmm. Interesting, Miggy. How do you like that lineup? I like it. I like it. I think um, that's probably our best eleven right now, to be honest. And yeah, I think that's 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 how we're gonna All go. Right. I mean, I like it too. I think it's a strong strong starting eleven. Uh, but most importantly, I, I think it's exactly what this team needs. A little bit more consistency with some of the players in the midfield, I think, is important. Uh, you need to build on that chemistry, and you need to build on that team play. And nothing better to do than to kind of repeat players and repeat squads. Some of these guys will only be having a couple of days of rest, so I, you know, you kind of have to take it for what it is. But ultimately, it should be good. It should be fun. It should be interesting. Uh, Christian, I know it's kind of hard to preview these games because a lot, a lot rides on what America does this week uh, in the CONCA Champions League. But I think still we can kind of reassure everyone listening right now that America is probably going to go with the same game plan and try to take the game to Nakaksa. 
Yeah, I think that there's one thing we need to do is is pressure them. Um, while America, you know, doesn't score much, uh, Nagaxa does concede quite quite a few goals. So I think if you know you apply the right amount of pressure at the right times, um, and you know really take advantage of of the passing lanes and our speed that we can possess and the creativity that quarterback can bring, um, I do think that this this is a game where America can try to you know run up the scoreline if if um if capable. Um, and if they can, I think that 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 would do great for them in terms of you know momentum and morale and you know all that all, and all that good stuff. So I think this is one of the games that America will look to kind of get a good scoreline um, and kind of beat this team convincingly. No, yeah. I completely completely agree. Uh, Miggy, anything to add on in regards to how America should come out against Nakaxa? Um, no, no. I think Christian hit it right with the nail right on the head with that. Um, I agree with everything he nice. said. Um, yeah, it should be a fun game overall. I think the Cox is definitely going to try to bring their game to the Azteca as well. I don't think they're just going to be reluctant to just sit out and try to get a draw right away. I think maybe they'll soak up the pressure and try to relieve on the counter. Um, but I, I, you right. know, I could see them trying to take this game as well to America. Maybe they can try to hold the ball a little bit more, try to keep, play a little bit more possession style football. Um, it really depends when the Caxa side shows up, right? It is it going to be the same Caxa that's been losing three games in a row, or is it like Miggy said that prime Real Madrid Caxa that's going to come out and, uh, and and play to their fullest <laughs> capability? Um, so uh, overall, I think right. America has quite quite uh, the homework to do on Saturday, but I don't think it should be an impossible task either. I think America should comfortably walk away with something decent. Um, and we'll see what that is yes. on Saturday. But uh, overall, I think we're feeling confident in America so far. And, and it's weird because I don't think we have felt this way about this team in quite some time. And I think it's not because of the way that they're playing, but I think it's the fact that they're knowing how to get results. And I think that's one thing we heavily criticized mm. Christian last season was America does not know how to uh, how to manage the game to hold on to a result and walk away with a victory, with a draw or something. Because last season, that Monterrey game would have ended up in a draw or a loss, right? The game against Correct. Puebla, yes. that game would have ended up in a draw, right? It, it, it's like all these <laughs> yeah. other examples could have ended up sideways or differently last season. And I think this team's finally understood, finally understands that, hey, we have what we need to take home. We have the result. Let's hold on to it. Let's not play pressure. Let's let, let's not get over our heads. Let's first hold on to what we have right now. And I think that's why we're feeling very confident in this team right now. Is that yes, they're not spectacular. They're not great. They're not flamboyant in their football, but they're getting the results. And I think that's what's most important at this stage of the season. Right. Mm-hmm. No, 100% Definitely. I agree. All right, then. Well, gentlemen, time for your predictions. Miggy, I'm going to throw it to you first since I gave it to Christian for the CONCACAF Champions League. What is your prediction for Saturday's game against the Caxa? Um, I think on Saturday, I think we win 2-0. Uh, oh, nice. I like it. I like two it. Yeah. Christian? 3-0. Wow, 3-0. Okay. <laughs> very, very... Um, uh, what's the word? Ambitious, aren't you, with uh, your predictions? Two, three nils yes. in one show. That uh, that goes to show you, Christian is definitely on the uh, on the high road today. Um, I'm I'm going with Miggy's result. I'm going two zero as well. I think America walks away with a a, a good, comfortable win. Um, can it be three? Possibly. We'll have to see how that game goes. But uh, ultimately, 
I think the most important thing is, like we mentioned, the result and the clean sheet. I think that's very important right now, too. I think that's yeah, giving this yeah, defense more affirmation, you know, yeah, confidence, confidence. as well. And it, it's it's kind of a reassurance to themselves that, hey, we're doing things right. We're getting the, the result and we're keeping a clean sheet, right? Because I think the defense overall yeah. includes the goalkeeper mm -hmm. in that aspect. So I think they, uh, it's just a great overall for for them. And hopefully they can continue that good run of form. Um, yeah. But anything mm -hmm. else to add on in regards to the Nakaksa game? Nope, nothing. Alrighty. Nope. Well, you guys can catch all that live action over on Twitter at the America US and at the America underscore US. You guys can also catch Miggy's tweets. Hopefully, he's a little bit less mad in this one, and uh, he's, uh, he's he's tweeting a little <laughs> bit more happy. You guys can find him over at Miggy Stardust. Remember, change that uh, that first S to a five. You guys can find him over on Twitter in that aspect. If you guys are watching this right now live, his Twitter handle is right underneath his screen. Um, gentlemen, nothing more to add, I would imagine, in regards to any games uh, that America has coming up, right? We're content? No, sir. That, that is, is it, it for me now. Look yeah, very content. That. Well, of course, uh, we're coming to the end of the podcast, but before we do so, uh, Miggy, it's the first time you're on here, uh, and and kind of as a courtesy, I always like to do this with our first-time guest, and uh, it, it's kind of, uh, one, congratulate them for what they've been doing, and I think you have been doing some amazing work over at uh, Viva Liga Mekis. Uh, I know you're kind of, you know, new to kind of this whole aspect, but I, I think you've hit the ground running completely, uh, completely great, and uh, I think me... Christian and Dylan as well. Uh, we want to extend, uh, you know, our, our congratulations to you because I think, uh, like like I mentioned to you off the camera, I think you know we're we're big fans of what you're doing over there. Uh, and like we said, we've been wanting to have you on for quite some time, and it's 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 a pleasure to be having you on again, man. Now, thank you so much, guys, for having me. Uh, it's been a pleasure, and um, I have been looking forward to being on here as well. And thank you for having me. Um, any other time you. You want to invite me just let me know and no I'll yeah definitely we're definitely gonna have you back on i think people really really enjoyed what you had to give uh what you had given what you had to say in regards to the team and to the aspect of everything um also one last thing i always like to do whenever we do have a new guest on is um uh for anyone that's listening out there and and and, and it's kind of one of the you know on the younger side of things and kind of wants to get themselves uh kind of in in that line of work kind of push through and, and kind of do more more of what you're trying more of what you're doing right now uh what is one kind of uh recommendation or or, or what what tips or, or or what would you say to them to kind of guide them in in the right direction um honestly um just don't ever be afraid to be, just be yourself and express yourself you know the way you want to um i feel like a lot of a lot of people like they just um try to follow like the same guidelines and everything and it's just like i just like i don't know on twitter i sometimes wild out i just <laughs> you know tweet what's on my mind all the time and like yeah just be yourself man and that's how people really get to appreciate you just for being yourself and that can open up a lot of doors like i never expected to be like you know doing this uh, that i'm doing now but like just the invitation came just because um it has to do with something i love you know what i mean just Find, what, find go out there and find what you love and everything else will just fall in place hopefully oh yeah definitely 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 um and of course you being an americanista i have to ask this because 
it, it's always a very interesting question to ask uh, Americanistas. What is your favorite moment as an Americanista? What is that one prime moment in your head that you're just like, damn, this is why I support the club. This is why I love the team. This is why I am who I am today. And man, I honestly, it goes back to the final versus Necaxa 2002. Ooh, fancy um, It was my first time going to Azteca. I was there for the second leg. So, like, I went with wow. my dad and my mom, dude. And honestly, like, that was the moment. Like, seeing the stadium full and everything and, like, meeting people from... I was, I mean, I was just a kid. I was probably, like, 11 or 12. But, um, yeah, dude, that moment, that's when I really fell in love with the game. And, like, I knew that that, that was when I found out, like, oh, yeah, like, the love that I have for this team is, is no, huge, yeah. you know? And I think I think it's all around that age that we kind of, you know, cement ourselves to the team. Um, but that's amazing. And then funny enough that, you know your first kind of real big experience was against Nakaksa and you got to be on the podcast and preview the game against Nakaksa. Right, that's crazy, right? Crazy, man. Yeah, so it looks, you know, life has a funny way of making all of this work out. Yeah, man. Definitely meant to be. Well, there you guys have it, ladies and gentlemen, the fashionista himself, Mr. Miggy. And... I'll, I'll give you a quick second because I think this is super cool too. But you, you, you have uh, your own clothing brand, right? Oh yeah, I have my own clothing line of Vida. Um, I've been running it for like five years now. Um, this past year, it got nominated for uh, best brand here in in the in the area, uh, best streetwear brand. So yeah, dude, like um, like soccer's soccer's been like my first love. But then like I fell in love with fashion pretty early. So like. I started up just like printing T-shirts and stuff, and now like going into launching like full um, full collections. And um, I've been working on some shoes as well. I released some samples of some shoes, but they were more like just regular, like kind of like Converse looking like. But right now, I'm in the process of hopefully releasing an actual sneaker very soon. But yeah, dude, like soccer and fashion, those are like. The two things I love. So make sure you guys follow him for all things America and for all things fashion relatable as well. To wait, for, we're waiting for you to drop those uh, for, for for you to drop those Vita cleats. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely be on the lookout for those. Some keeper clothes oh, you too. Know, I'll send hey, you I'm, some I'm waiting for that polo shirt, sure, man. You you, I'm <laughs> by like three because I need you to wear them. Hey, I got you, bro. <laughs> All right, man. All right, make sure you guys go support me. He's doing amazing things over at Viva Liga Mekis and over uh, in the fashion world as well. Christian, it's always a pleasure to have you on, man. I love you, man. Love you Favorite too, time man. of the week. All righty, then, as well, we send our most humblest and dearest Forza Cowboy Dan hashtags over to Dylan, who continues to have his hamstring issue. Uh, we'll hopefully have him on very, very soon. Uh, but uh, make sure you guys go over on Twitter, catch all of the latest uh, America news over at Asak America US and at Asak America underscore US over on Instagram. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys so much. And uh, we'll be seeing you guys on the next week's episode to talk all things CONCACAF Champions League and Liga Mackeys. Well, until next time, guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, you guys have a wonderful day. We'll see you guys next week. And as always, Arriba America.